So really amazing job in that film. Um, it's it's already and I've I've seen like nine films like one of my favorites so far. So I'm really excited to talk to you. Um, so I'd love to know how you first kind of got uh, into this role. Like how you first heard of this opportunity. What was your first impression of the character and the story? You know the <laughs> I started working on this project actually as casting director. Oh like, wow! Years ago. <laughs> Uh, it's funny because I just saw Border in Paris and uh, and one of my friends, she's a producer, and she just called me and just saying, do you know Ali Abbasi, this uh, amazing director? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I saw his movie just last night and I'm just like, what a movie. And she said, yeah, she ha he has this project and uh, she told me about it. I was like, oh, wow, because I... I, I know the story I was living at that moment in Iran and uh, and so she said he's looking for a casting director actually and then uh, if you there's a journalist in the story and if you are interested you can just pass the casting and I, you know I, I had always I, I'm a bit critical actually toward these uh, Iranian movies we do out of Iran especially the cast that, that we gather I, I, because of accent body language and everything you know, they are all really good and good actors, but uh, the thing is that sometimes productions and directors, they don't want to go further, you know. Yeah. They, they, they say, okay, they, we have an European audience, we don't mind, it's yeah. fine. But as an Iranian, I always know something doesn't work, and maybe people are not really concerned, but they get something is wrong. And that's why I immediately said he's a really wonderful director and I want him, I want just to help him to do this movie in the best way possible out of Iran. Uh, and I just, I just, and we met each other and then I said, and then we will see for the journalist. But when we met each other and I just, we heard each other very well, it, I'm, he, he has the same concern as me, you know. Uh, and we started right after working on the casting it took me three years to find a whole cast that mm -hmm. you see now and uh, you know at some point maybe some because we couldn't find that right the actress uh, that he had in mind mm -hmm. uh, he's very he was always very precious he, you know he he knew what he wants and that journalist wasn't none of us <laughs> Uh, so we went, he went to Iran, I organized a week of casting there with many actors from theater, cinema, everywhere. And finally we found the very talented actress, Yon Bon, uh, who is not really very famous now, but she's really, really good. And I fell in love immediately with her when I saw her casting, I liked her very much too. And so we just invited her and offered their role to her but the thing is that just five days uh, she came to Jordan but like only five days before shooting after having tests makeup tests and mm -hmm. costume and everything she said she's afraid she's taking a big risk mm -hmm. and she doesn't want to just leave Iran forever or losing her career there and so she she decided to leave us and I think at some point that night I, I just like, like got explosed. I was sitting there and crying and how, how should I do now? Like yeah. just 
few days before shooting and I got so angry and you know sometimes because we we were doing this casting and you know sometimes I had to take to to read for others mm -hmm. and just one time I said to Ali let me go and try with that journalist you know that guy mm -hmm. who was in the casting and I said just look what I do I think the journalist should be some something like this in this mm -hmm. direction and he was so happy but at the same time he, he was always like she's not like you she's not before she's not like she's not so teeny she's not like that much nice you know and i think that night she he just found another side of me like yeah, that that pushed you we are <laughs> angry and you know boyish there <laughs> and then then he came to me and he was like maybe we need to try with you now we have nobody else yeah. actually we tried with everyone and nothing worked and then the day after we had a whole day casting and and it's funny because in the beginning we were not happy mm -hmm. and finally at midnight he called me and just come and let's go let, let's work on another scene and that was the scene with uh, with the guy the, from authority mm -hmm. when he comes to the hotel mm -hmm. and there something came out of this you know uh, that audition at midnight that's amazing I brought something he added and we were so happy and the day the day after then he, he said it worked I, I want to go with you uh, and you know it's amazing I, <laughs> I, I say this always because just to explain this character to, to other actresses mm -hmm. when they had this audition I was always looking for motivation, for, for something really serious inside of her, in her background, or something she suffered, maybe. Uh, why she risked her life this much? Yeah. And I never had, a, had an answer. None of us. We just we were looking for it in her childhood, her parents. Is she a feminist? Yeah. Is she crazy girl? <laughs> What, what is her problem, you know? And then uh, I think when I had the character in my hands and had the possibility to work on it from you know, my point of view, yeah. I found it, you know, I started to call my friends, the journalists who were working at that time in Iran, then reading things about journalism, I, and I, you know, my, my French journalist friends in France, and, and I was really shocked the fact that I heard these journalists, they, they, most of them, they had some very sad stories about harassment, about you know, all those difficult difficulties that you know better than me, that you, you face every day in your life, in your working life, and you know, with, with the guy who they interview, with their editor, with their publisher, with their... Uh, with, especially in a country like Iran, with the authority. And, and there, I think, I, I connected myself to that journalist. And I, I, I just found that she's in me. Yeah. Maybe because I have a very special story in my life. Maybe because uh, as a woman, even as an actress, as a woman, as an Iranian, just having this experience in Iran, just to being in that much, under that much pressure. Yeah. I felt her, you know, in just few hours working on it, and I, it was like the first day I went in front of camera. It was just like she is existing in me. I, I really 
didn't need that much effort. But the thing is that, you know, we, we thought, okay, the background, you know, got a bit changed for us. Mm -hmm. Then the whole story that she, she, she actually suffered from this harassment, so nobody wants to work with her anymore. She is now a journal, a independent journalist, and it's like that she has only this case, and it's kind of like supporting these women is just like finding herself, yeah. you know, fighting with this authority, just like getting, getting back, taking back her dignity. Yeah. And, uh, and even it, it was not even written in the script. And the first day I was like, hey, what do we do now? We, we, yeah. we didn't rate it, we, don't, we didn't write, write it, and we don't know what, what we do. And he was like, don't worry, don't worry, we find the way. And the fact that he is a really amazing director and in terms of working with actors because he let you, he, he gives you actually space to work. Yeah. And yeah, everything was based on that script, but we had enough time and enough space to improvise. Yeah. And so this background just, you know, I, I just, I was able to bring this background with me, with myself in the story and talk about it somewhere here and there. And they just kept it in the, some of those moments they are now in the movie and you know so the background is there and now for me the motivation also yeah. is there and it's about maybe me as, as as a human being as a woman in iran too but but maybe more we can go a bit further and just connect it to my own experience of life and you you mentioned that there was another actress um and you said that she was she was um, frightened that it would be like that she would be harassed from doing the role or you know we knew always that during all those casting time because it was not easy to find all these actors out of Iran and in the end this cast is kind of mix of actors and non-actors yeah. uh, actors from Iran you know Mehdi Bajastani who's playing the main role he, he's based in Iran, actually. Uh, we knew, I knew always just offering this to my colleagues in Iran, it, it means I'm offering them take a risk. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't really aware of <laughs> the, you know, none of us, we didn't think that the government get this much angry that they are right now. With this movie? With this movie. Mm, and my award maybe and because this movie you know we we managed to do this movie without any red line without you know without respecting daily red lines without censorship yeah. and it's just like finally we did a diaspora movie if we say diaspora or an iranian movie outside outside of iran but close to the reality yeah. in terms of locations and actors. And this effort was, you know, Ali did this effort, production did it. And it's for me one of, it's the first movie I see out of Iran, this much correct and, yeah. you know, Do without Do you think that's error. why they're so angry? Because it is like capturing I think it means now it shows that more and more we have uh, Iranian cinemas out of Iran who knows very well Iran. And we can do a movie, Iranian movie, and telling those stories without their control. Yeah. And it maybe makes them, like, you know, scary for them. Yeah. But that actress, I think she just got the... I mean, they knew, Mehdi knew already that 
he's taking a risk, yeah. but maybe not that this much. So I think she knew anyway that, you know, that the fact that, that just there is a scene that this journalist in the hotel, she takes up uh, her hijab. Mm -hmm. That was a problem for her. Yeah. She couldn't play this scene and get back. Uh, Never ever. <laughs> just wow. for that 30 Very seconds. And she was asking for some, to do something or Ali wanted just to, to, to put a short on this, you know, journalist instead of having Jean or something, just to, you know, just to show her in her private moment. She couldn't do that. She couldn't even have a t-shirt. Yeah. And she was just talking about all these things and Ali was like that, you know, you accept it. Yeah. And you know the script, you knew it. That's it. I, I won't change it for you. And I think that she, she, she just got that, she's just saying goodbye to you, you know. Yeah. And there's obviously a lot of restrictions on women. In of course, it's, yeah. you know, on, and now Mehdi is kind of stuck in Berlin and somewhere, I don't know where, in Germany, but, you know, he can't go back to Iran. He doesn't have visa. He doesn't, you know, he, yeah. he, he is completely lost now. He, but I, I think he's so, so happy and respectful about the whole process we had together, yeah. you know. Well, like I said, it's an extraordinary movie, and um, I hope that uh, more good comes than anything else. And, you know, I actually didn't know until I did some research that it is based on a true story. Obviously, the journalist character um, was created, as I know, but I, I do like that because I like that there's a female to kind of directing the story, in a sense. Mm. Um, did you feel that that was really important to kind of bring kind of the emotional level as well? Because like you said, she's angry, she's, mm -hmm. there's, there's a reason she needs to do this, you know? And I feel like if it wasn't a female journalist and it was just following like cops or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, that was the question I was asking myself actually always during the shooting. Uh, because, you know, we all know the journal, a journalist means being, have, taking, you know, your distance from the subject. But when we talk about this, I always have this question, where, where is your emotion there? Yeah. When, when you are human, you know, is there any journalist that just can manage to be only a journalist, only an observer, mm -hmm. listener, and not being human, not being touched and moved by the, by the stories? She, she here, yeah. you know, maybe you have to pretend, but inside of you, are you stay always in this distance? Yeah. And that's why one of the really difficult scenes that we had, that, that scene with the, when the journalist interviews the Said, Said's wife, mm -hmm. that was for me the, like hardest scene yeah. ever in that movie. I really, you know, I, I was asking all these questions and I, I, I was looking for that journalist first, mm -hmm. then the, the, that human, right? A woman. Then that woman, <laughs> yeah. then that woman who was in the house in exactly that place with that guy, you know. And then this girl who had this experience, and then myself as me as that. It's a lot, <laughs> you yeah. know, very and, layered. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe just you know, it was not really planned as you know, I wasn't supposed to play in this movie, and I didn't really have time to plan anything. Yeah. Uh, I got to three days to just do all those research and then I had this chance to know the story like 
for, for three, four years working on casting. But it's just like unconsciously, I think, just asking myself all these questions of each scene you helped me to, of, yeah. to, 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 you know, bring some colors and different layers. Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. Thank you very much for taking the time to speak with me. And congratulations again on the film. Honestly, extraordinary film. I, I, I really, really, really loved it. It's, it's one of my favorites that I've seen so far at TIFF, and I've been seeing all kinds of stuff, so it means a lot. And I think you do a really terrific job with it. So I personally did not know that this was actually a real story. I know there's also a documentary, um, and obviously there are some things that you used, like the, the female, like her character, you, in, you know, introduced that. But so I'm just curious, what made you decide to, to make this film, to take that story and to kind of bring that to the, the forefront for people to know? Um, I mean, this is something that happened 20 years ago, so I've had 20 years to think about. Wow. Um, and, you know, it's, uh, I think, it's, you know, sometimes it's like one incident that sort of crystallizes an era or a way of thinking or a, like a mood, you know, and I think this was sort of, for me, it sort of crystallized what I feel is wrong with Iranian society. Mm -hmm. The misogyny, the violence, but also like the, the two-facedness, you know. Mm the hypocrisy of the whole thing um, because I was watching the uh, like the awards from Venice Film Festival the other day mm -hmm. and there are some Iranian filmmakers who like you know I don't know them personally but like you know I saw that they won which is great um, and there's this one actor who who actually was in a movie which is based on exact same story and I saw that he won some award as well. So he took like a selfie with Kate Blanchett or something there. <laughs> and I remember that, you know, like that movie, for example, that, that, that other movie, which is based on the exact same story, and a bunch of these other movies that come out of Iran in recent years, a lot of them are actually financed by the government. You know, like the, the Revolutionary Guard, you know, they have a cultural arm, and the cultural arm pays for like a lot of these movies, like how and why, because it, it, on paper, why would they do that, like to sort of finance an art house movie? I don't know, but it just sort of made me, you know, shake my head because, you know, I mean, these are the same people who like inside Iran, they do something, then come outside Iran and do something completely different. None of these people who were at the ceremony mentioned anything about the jailed Iranian filmmakers. Right. Now, this is just a, like a sort of trade bitching, you know? Yeah, but totally. my bigger point is there is this sort of like hypocrisy which is like very present in Iranian society. I think because like we have sort of the with the revolution in 1979, the whole system changed and the whole moral foundation supposed to change. That didn't really change, it just crumbled. Mm -hmm. And there is no like new moral, you know, ethical system in place. That's also why you see that in the city like Mashhad, you know, where the movie happens, it's one of the most religious cities in Iran. Mm -hmm. And it's like a huge shrine and, you know, all this pilgrimage 
and there's also prostitution around it. And these two go like hand in hand. There's no problem whatsoever. You know, there's been countless, countless exposés and, and reports and whatnot about this, about like, you know, the problem of street women, as they call it. But they don't do anything about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? For a, for a government that has like 37 different security apparatuses, it, it, it's not that, that difficult to sort of really control this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, last time I was in, in Mashhad to do research for the movie, it was like two, like, 14-year-olds who approached me and, and they wanted me to, like, buy food for them and then whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Just to say that I think as a filmmaker, my, I've had the, I've, we've had the privilege to make a movie about this hypocrisy about this situation in a way that we that is that is deserved you know yeah. Yeah. that in a way like i think we're we've been extremely privileged to make the movie be able to finance the movie independently and be able to to show it's something that i don't necessarily think it's like super controversial what we what we're showing as the iranian government and some people want people to believe I just think it's the other side of realism that mm-hmm. that no you you never see, you know. Yeah. So I think this incident for me is sort of it crystallizes all those things, and that's why. And there's a, it's a complexity in it also because you know the guy, like the actual guy, because this although it's inspired by those events, but it's not based. It's not like it's not a retelling of the life guy's story. Mm-hmm. There is a difference. There is a distinction. That's also why I think it's fine that we take a creative license with those stuff because I think the distinction is really important for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but when when I saw the documentary with you know the actual guy Said Hanoi, he felt very a at ease with mm. what he's done and b very innocent. You know, he was like he was so sure that he's done something good. Right. For the for the good of everyone in society, and I remember I felt sort of I almost felt like bad for him, or I sympathized with him in a strange way, you know. Mm-hmm. Even if knowing that he's done all this crazy stuff, he's done, and I think for me that added another layer of complexity to all this. That this is not just a story about an asshole psycho something who wants to fly and like have cocoon. Yeah, <laughs> this is a story about someone who actually believes. Whole part of him, thing. part yeah. of him at least, yeah. believes in what he's doing, you know? Yeah. Um, which in some ways is even scarier than if he was looking to fly and have a cocoon. So, obviously you sat on that for a while. Um, so how long of a process was it with writing it? I mean, creating this, this movie, was this like a really long... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I started thinking about it right when it happened and... You know, at the time I was living in Iran, at the time I wasn't even making movies. Yeah. So it was not like I was thinking about it as a movie project. I was just thinking about it, you know. And, and you know, I come from a background of writing. So mm-hmm. I was thinking about like, okay, can the, can this be a novel? Can this be something? Mm-hmm. But I was like, the story is told. Like, why do I write a novel about it? Um, and then, you know, a few years later, I saw the documentary, which added another layer of right. interest and complexity to it. And then at some point, I think like in, you know, maybe 2008 or nine, I was sitting with a friend of mine who's a poet and a, and a writer in Iran. 
and we're talking about this and he was like yeah it's crazy and this such and such and i was like how about like doing something about this mm. and we wrote a document which was like maybe 100 200 pages which was just like an account of the whole thing. It was like maybe like a novel or a nonfiction book or whatever you would call it. And then from then on, we kept polishing the story. So I would say this, this script development <laughs> took like <laughs> 10 years, you know, wow. in a way. Yeah. Because, you know, A, I was doing other stuff, but, but also there was like, it was difficult to, I think the, deci- the decision uh, that we came to towards the end was, it's difficult for us to tell his story because we're not really like we're interested in him but we're interested in him in the context of the, the, the society mm. we're not interested in him as some big mastermind of yeah. some sort and also like you know we we wanted to sort of not fall into the trap of the the, the crazy male genius who killed a lot of faceless women right. kind of movie which are out there like you know, enough of them is out. And you added, the, obviously, the, the journalist, the female journalist. Did you kind of do that as a way to also touch on those things, like misogyny and the different elements that you said? I think, you know, those things were there. You know, it is like, you know... It's just there, yeah. It, all of it is there, but it sort of felt like there were fragments, and these fragments were sort of... They were like beats, and these beats were like so connected by this thread which is him mm-hmm. and and I was like but this would still be a story about him but what I really wanted to do is not a story about a serial killer but a story about a serial killer society yeah. and I think that really informed the decision of like taking Rahimi the journalist part and expanding it and making it central yeah because in that way you also have a chance to go out in you know, in, in the society and sort of explore the society, how people feel and, you know, you have a license. You said, you mentioned something about it not being controversial, Do you, but you said that some people think it is. So is making this film actually caused you, like, you know, trouble with the, the government and... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they did not approve? No, they don't like this, no. I mean, that's also the thing, like, you know, I think some people ask me, so why, you know, is this even a real Iranian movie? And, you know, it's like, are you allowed to do this? And I'm like, you can ask the question the other way around. You know, if you were like in the 82 and asking like, is this a real Russian movie in Soviet? Yeah. Well, most probably most of the movies that came out of Soviet were heavily censored. Yeah. You know, which is the case and which is like, I think that you and your colleagues, they, you should really like be more sensitive about, you know, the, and I'm not saying this in a bad or like sort of pointing finger way, right. but I'm just saying like, I feel like the, the Iranian propaganda machine has been selling a certain image of this, the country in mm. the past 50 years where, you know, there's like a sort of a very harmonious image of of the society and they've been omitting a lot of things that are reality I mean like this none of the stuff that is in the movie is even like I mean the truth I would say the reality is worse the reality is is harsher it's darker it's more violent so I felt like to go into that violent place we have to have at least like we have to sense it we have to experience it you know 
And this is something that has been like totally absent from from the Iranian cinema for many years, you know. And I don't think I, you know, again the way I look look at it is I think that is the more controversial yeah. uh, uh, decision to you know the decision to 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 the the way you show women, for example, in yeah. Iranian cinema, which they're always covered in like five meters of cloth. And they sleep with their clothes on, and you know it's like that for me is like a sort of a it's like a Lynchian version of uh, <laughs> you know reality. Yeah. Um, but you know it's always this like eternal conversation about how much violence is enough violence to get the violence. Yeah. How much explicitity? But the answer is like I don't know. Like, is it people who find? us exploitative they just need to like tune into youtube and there's like a video of somebody running over a cat and it's like 250 million likes right you know it i think we're like we're and you know look i'm not i'm not saying it's up to you to judge of course like if if you at the end of the day find the movie exploitative or violent whatever it's you know of course you have your own right but we're really like paying a heavy price like you know Zara is giving like death threats every day like I'm not in the eye of the public in the same way but like I'm really feeling the heat um, we're not making huge amount of money out of this we're not like there's no there's no like tangible interest for us to be exploitative with this like right. it's like you know um, so so yeah um, I think at the end of the day it's a question of temperament as well yeah you know well, um, thank you for taking the time. I'm sorry to hear that the death threats and the pressure. I'm sure that that's uh, a lot to deal with. And I, th- I feel like it's brave to, even if it is just saying what's real, even like you said, it, if reality is even harsher, mm. um, you know, I think that film has an opportunity to show truths. So I think it's a... a yeah, and it's really about that opportunity. I, f- I feel like it would have been a disaster if we censored this movie. Yeah. Because I feel like we had a once in a five generations opportunity to actually do it. Yep. And I think it would, it, it's, I think it's, diff, you know, this is for me more than a movie. Yeah. You know, for better or worse, I think, I think this, this would change the conversation, you know, around some subjects at least. Good. That's why I feel about it. That's, That's why I hope. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you again and thank congratulations so on the film.